Hey everybody, on this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about the topic of prayer and uh, why prayers aren't answered and how God hears our prayers and what's the purpose of prayer and just kind of, uh, we're going to circle the whole topic a little bit. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We also have a little bit of our our, our own, uh, Rosie, you and I, we have our own thing on Kanye. Yeah, yeah we, we talk about that. Talk about the Kanye question. The Kanye question. <laughs> <laughs> Easy real or easy not? <laughs> oh, you like that? I see what you did there. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War podcast. What's up, warriors? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I am Turner, and I'm in the studio with Rosie. What's up, Rosie? Hey, what's up, man? We got our new microphones. We did a little uh, swap out. Yeah. Hope it sounds good to everybody. Does this sound good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I sound milky? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not s- smoky. You're supposed to say milky and smooth, not just milky. <laughs> I got it wrong. I said smoky. Smoky. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, man. That's cool. So we we're gonna we have a good episode today. We're gonna get into that in a second, obviously. Hey, I just wanna take a second before we jump into some of our other stuff too. I just wanted to ask and thank. I just want to thank everybody who's listening, who shares us with their friends. Thank you so much. We really appreciate uh any any uh, promotion you guys give is big to us because um, we can't afford it. <laughs> we can't afford it. And we're not going to do that. We're not going to advertise. If you really want to help us, though, I want to ask you to go, if you have not yet done this, and we've had this, we've asked this of, our, of you guys before, of our listeners before, uh, just go to iTunes and put a review in for us and rate us. Um, do both. Don't, and, and don't rate us if you're not going to give us five stars. <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean it'd be nice the reason we ask that (laughs) is we obviously we want like personally we don't care like it's not like we get some ego stroke from it what it does is it allows our podcast in the myriad of podcasts that are out there to kind of show up in people's feeds for suggestions and those type of things and if it has if it has activity then itunes algorithms look at it as something that's a good thing and so they want to they want to open avenues of opportunities for that if it's just stagnant not getting any any reviews or any ratings, new stuff yeah, yeah then they just kind of let it be, get buried and um that's we just don't want to be buried so that's it so yeah. if you love us rate us and review us please unless your name is is well our very first review ever which was hilarious yeah these guys don't know what they're talking about. Where'd they come from? <laughs> That's basically what he said. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I, I don't go, know who that how, how that guy even found us. I don't either. It's like we were we it was literally like our first episode and somehow we got a review that that was bad. Oh well. Anyways. So what do you know, man? Hey, did you know? I I knew this. <laughs> okay. Did you know that Saddam Hussein wrote a romance novel? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's called Zabadiah and the King. <laughs> Zabadiah. He, it's a romance novel. It was published anonymously in 2000. 2000. In 2000, okay. And it was actually written by Saddam Hussein. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, man. Was it on like the uh, Iraqi best bestseller? <laughs> best... it, it said it sold a, a million copies at 50 cents. A piece? Yeah. How many people were in Iraq? <laughs> he forced it on them. Probably. It was yeah. a tax. 50 cent tax per person. You each get a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder how good it was. I wonder if it was any good. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's translated into English. Yeah. We should try it, and... It is, yeah. Oh, we should get a copy and read read excerpts from it. Yeah, they have an English uh, edition of the novel, and it literally has a picture of Saddam Hussein. On the front? Yeah. Here, let me show <laughs> and it's one of the old ones when he's got like the gray beard and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's trying. He's trying to be. Maybe they. Put Why that. are you bringing that rope out? <laughs> Am I about to get hanged? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome, dude. I like that one. Yeah. Saddam Hussein, the the unknown novel writer, romance novel, romance novel writer. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, (laughs) You know what that is. Yeah. So our baby is 25 weeks old. 25. Yeah. Uh, It it, it is the size. She. Again, she. You're never going to get me to say that. You have to. The coin spoketh. I want to recount. (laughs) Uh, Reflip until it goes. Reflip. And I'm going to yell at John forever. Yeah. That's John's fault, isn't it? It is his fault. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 25 weeks. 25 weeks. It's uh, the size of a full ear of corn. <laughs> That's what it says. I guess it's weird how they do that. Um, it said it can, you, us, we might uh, develop restless leg syndrome, heart heartburn, carpal tunnel. Wow. And uh, other stuff. It says. Uh, Reckon. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, baby is starting to gain baby fat, which will smooth out its skin and make it look chubbier. Sweet. It says, if your baby has hair already, the color and texture might be starting to show. Baby's reflexes are developing, and it will enjoy jumping and playing inside your belly, and they'll be able to hear your voice and other noises. And the <laughs> fingerprint, the fingerprints have already formed, and the palm creases are beginning to show. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it says, here's the last thing. The eyelids are still closed. But the cells that allow visions, the cones and rods, have formed, and they can sense light and dark. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So 25 weeks, we're in the third trimester, and this is this is the baby that liberals that are nuts, like Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. When she's like, I'm not that crazy. Um. This is where they like start drawing lines. When the baby is 25 this weeks. far along. Yeah, yeah. it's like... It's had a heartbeat for a long time. It's been doing all kinds of. I yeah. mean, last last time you said it was like kicking, mm-hmm. like doing. We were talking about self defense, like yeah, gotcha. So just so. think of this is what a baby in the third, the beginning of the third trimester is, and so all the weeks prior to this, where right. we've been talking about what the baby is, right? If you're not, that's that's this is the most like yeah for the pro life. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you, 
So I, I was going to say, like, even if you're like a moderate, which is so stupid, like I'm moderately against killing babies. Like <laughs> right. they'll cut it off here. Yeah. Um, moderates are stupid, by the way. So are centrist. You can't be moderate. Like that's why it's so silly when you're like, I'm a moderate, you know, like, oh, are you against like moderation doesn't exist. Okay. Right. Pick a side. Pick a side. Like that's the, right. Like it's so easy to talk about abortion like this, but think about it in anything else. Like. How can you like, oh, I'm a moderate when it comes to like pedophilia. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like when you take it to like an example that they don't want to, that liberals don't want to think about. Yeah. Are these moderates? They're wimps. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't want to make a stand. Yeah. So it doesn't exist. But anyway, so right. this is, this is what a baby's doing now. And people still want to be able to kill this. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. I don't understand. That's why we're doing the baby updates. Yeah. So people can be reminded. And I you know, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that a majority of our listeners are pro life anyways. I would hope so at this point. At this point. Hopefully we'll convince you to be pro life. Yeah. This baby's alive. All right. Yeah. That was a good baby update. Yeah. A little corn cob girl. So <laughs> Oh man. All right. So uh on this episode we should you know, we were going to have a guest on today. We record one day a week. Yeah. We reserve this day and... Uh, the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day, and we do his work. Um, and we had scheduled a call with a guest, and that person was unable to be with us, but we didn't want to not do a podcast. Yeah. So we just decided, uh, you and I, just talking here over the last half hour or so, about this particular topic of, of uh, prayer, yeah, right? Yeah, well, let me... Before yeah. we start about that, let's just say... So we had... I don't... Did we mention... Uh, maybe on the last podcast podcast with John, we had talked about we wanted to do like I'm doing quotes New Age November because yeah. names are kind of catchy and they're, yeah they're fun and uh, obviously it's November and this is not about <laughs> New Age <laughs> yeah um but like you said the the plans changed the plans so, changed yeah and so. How about this? We'll make this deal. We're going to do four episodes on the new age. Yeah. Minimum. They may not be on November. Like there might be one in December, obviously, if we. Yeah. So we'll give you four weeks. There you go. But we had a couple guests. We have a couple guests that are lined up to be in the month of November. Yeah. Around the topic of new age. The first one was going to be tonight. And so we're going to have to reschedule that one. Hopefully it'll still be in November. If not, we're still going to do that because it's a topic I want to talk about. Yeah, it's a good topic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll have some episodes in the next couple of weeks on the New Age. And and it's surprising how much the New Age is, has uh, crept into Christian churches mm-hmm. in, in various ways. Yeah. So that's kind of what our angle will be on this. So Look forward. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Look They're going to be super good. <laughs> and they'll probably piss a lot of uh, Christians off. We're going we're gonna, to, yeah. We're Ruffle gonna, some feathers. Probably. I think we might ruffle a few feathers because uh, there's some entrenched stuff that needs to be exposed that's not not good. Yeah. So, um, and it's because we love you. Yeah. It has nothing to do with being judgy pudgy or anything like that. No. You know, like people do with Kanye, you know. Oh, yeah. That's a good kind of segue. <laughs> they are, they're like judging him. Like, is this guy saved? And that's, that's a question. I mean, I heard a prominent pastor, mm-hmm. like mega pastor, mm-hmm. like known good guy though mm-hmm. not all mega pastors are are egotistical yeah. or, or narcissists or whatever um this guy was talking he literally brought it up in his sermon like oh. are 
you know, all these people. And I agree with what he said, actually, which was really cool. You know, the the jury's out on Kanye. Is he real? Is this real? Is mm-hmm. this real? Is it a show? Is it, was it just to sell albums? You know, what is it, you know? And uh, in my opinion, if it's a show, so I have two two thoughts on it. If it's a show, then he's doing way more for the kingdom of God <laughs> yeah. in a show than a lot of people do just yeah. that have been for a long so time. So I, I saw this, just the fact that people are Googling literally Jesus is King. Right. Or is Lord. Yeah, Jesus is Lord. The album's called Jesus is King. Oh, is it King? Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That's right. But My bad. people would probably Google both of those things. Right, yeah. But anyway, just to, just think of millions of people that are going to be Googling Jesus is King. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's what. Uh, yeah. What, what was your second point? My my second point was that um, is that uh, I like to let the um, I like to. You don't play that. We'll get kicked off. Okay. Yeah. The so copyright I... strike. Oh, it's gonna my... go. Remember, this goes on YouTube. Oh my bad. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> God, I saw you doing it. And I was like, <laughs> no, you, you don't want to give them uh, any ammunition. Uh, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> my second uh my second thing was that um I, I like to let the fruit bear out. Yeah. Let it bear fruit. Like if this is a real conversion, then there'll be fruit that is exhibited in the life of that of of his uh, in his life. And if it is a true conversion and he's young and he's new, he's gonna make mistakes. Yeah. And he's not gonna believe like everything that a that a mature twenty year Christian or even ten year old Christian has worked through in their personal life and their faith. Yeah. And I was gonna say I totally believe it. I saw someone put this put it this way. He said uh I'd rather be um like genuine like I'd rather get caught after the fact going, oh he did just he He did fake us out. He did fake us out. Yeah. I got caught up in that shame on him. He'd rather do that, like embrace him first of all, yeah, and then get found out that oh, he was just using us, yeah, than being judgmental first off, and then scaring him away or anything. Right, he's got a song where he talks about he does. It's all about like all the Christians are judging me and stuff. And I was gonna say by the fruits of it already, like uh, I saw this other post where he was comparing uh, Demi Lovato where she got baptized in Jordan River and she was like same place Jesus was. And she said, eh, I feel so sp- spiritually connected with God or something like that. And they're like, yeah, that's not what Jesus, uh, what Con- like, and then Kanye comes out and he's like, you need Jesus. Jesus <laughs> is king, like Christ, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And like, yeah. none of these celebrities that they're like, oh God. Right. And Kanye is like straight up like, no, you need Jesus. And all his lyrics are very theologically sound. Yeah. Like he's not. They are, dude. They are. Like. And I, I'll say this one other thing that was really interesting that brings Pete, uh, that kind of convinced me. This guy, I think he was a pastor, maybe he was a Catholic priest. I don't know. I got retweeted into my Twitter timeline. And he said, uh, uh, someone's relationship with Jesus, everyone's is different. And it kind of takes a, uh, I don't know how he phrased it, but there's like a theme almost maybe with, just go with me on this. It's a I'm theme, going with a it. theme, right? Yeah, and Kanye's with him listening to the album is rest. Like he listened to the album, and it's like he Jesus is giving it like unburdening him. Yeah, and giving him rest because he talks. He's like, oh, like 
you know, I can finally relax, you know, like he's given me rest. And just the thought that like, that's something like that. That's something that's, um, I would say is pretty mature, like to get a relationship and talk about finding rest in Christ is not something that is easy to fake. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can't you have to experience it to sing about it. Right. And write about it. So that's what things like that make it uh genuine to me. I, I think that that's because just that fact alone is it's so hard. How do you write songs about finding rest and relief in Christ and really portray that if you have no idea what you're talking about or you're just trying to do money? Yeah. Um I it, so my thing is just like let the fruit bear out. Yeah. Let the fruit bear out. And and I, I agree with you. Whatever you saw where the guy was like, I'd rather be wrong, receive them and be wrong and and look a fool for receiving somebody for confessing Christ. Yeah. Than being judgmental and pushing them away. Yeah. Personally. And this is the same it's the same uh kind of opinion I had about Benny Hinn. I'd I had heard that Benny Hinn had this kind of like moment where he was confronted mm-hmm. with his prosperity gospel and stuff. And like bef- like I was seeing responses to it. And I know that no that the people that were responding to it with an opinion had not yet heard what he said. Yeah. And I went and listened to the thirty minute long interview and you know, listened closely. Yeah. For a guy in my opinion, for a guy that's been a believer for that long and has a ministry that big, you would hope he'd be a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was under the opinion of like, well, he's not answering to me. He doesn't have to answer to me. He's yeah. got to answer to Jesus, and let's see how this bears out. Yeah, I mean that's like you said, the fruit will bear out. Yeah. If there's if it's a true conversion, just right. Watch. Yeah, yeah, and people were like, in in Benny Hinn's case, they were like, he needs to sell his jet, he needs to do this, yeah. he needs to do all that to prove that he is to you. Yeah. But what if the Holy Spirit didn't ask that of him? Yeah. Who are you? Who are what you if to? now he's going to use that jet to like right help stuff? Yeah. Sin, I don't know. Yeah. Who who cares? I mean, uh, like, I was just thinking like, God can use anybody, right? Right. Right. I mean, Kanye West. So, say this guy has been doing all this sinful stuff, or you know, yeah, getting rich off the back of the Bible. God can totally be like, "All right, you got rich off the back, and now all of a sudden, like a year from now, he's like, oh yeah, I donated all my money to like this. I'm doing this stuff, and he like has a change, and all this yeah wealth that he accumulated personally could well, be used for the. Here's my my here's my opinion on that, anyways. Um, I've like I'm not a Benny Hinn guy like yeah. at all. Like I'm t- t- hate prosperity gospel. I think it's done more harm to the church than ever. Yeah. But if you listen to Benny Hinn or you like him, you don't have to give to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Kanye's selling two hundred dollars sweatshirts, yeah, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. Like that's where you can draw the line. Like you you take some responsibility, whether you agree with it or not. You yeah. know, I don't like I don't know. I mean, the dude has thousand dollar pair of shoes. You know, yeah, Yeezys or whatever, and anyways, so that's Kanye. That's how I yeah. feel about it. Let's 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 welcome him to the family, and then let's uh, let's see if the fruit bears out, and and pray for him, pray for his family. Yeah, just and I was gonna say some of the cool stuff he came out. He's totally based. Oh, and it like, is. You say all the stuff where he's like, pornography's like hurt me in so many ways. Yeah, and like for someone to come out and say that. And here's the other thing. I'll just just to harp on this a little bit. He comes out and he's like, pornography's bad. Liberals have been trying to get black people to kill their babies. Right. Like when he says that, you're like, what? Right. Like he's 
totally. No one's going to tell me how to think. No one's going to tell me how to vote. No yeah. one. Yeah. And, uh, but for him to come out, I mean, even there's, we, you know, back in the day, there's a prominent uh, pastor that went on The View. can't remember his name. And he was like, oh, you know, he kind of fumbled the thing about abortion. Mm-hmm. So then I, I think of that guy. He was like a mega church pastor, and he can't even say, no, abortion's always wrong. Like, right. You know, like yeah. that stuff. And you got Kanye West coming out, and he's like, they're telling y'all to kill your babies. Right. And he comes out, and he's like, I want to have seven kids. The richest thing you can do is have kids. And you're like, dude, this guy's right. like trad as hell. <laughs> he's coming yeah. out. He's basically like all my Catholic friends are like, he's Catholic. <laughs> he understands it. Yeah, right. Um, I don't think he'll do that. No, he's not but, Catholic for And then sure. he came out and he told uh, Kim, he was like, I wanted to start stop dressing so provocatively. You're like, yeah, this dude. Yeah. Um, Some, the Holy Spirit's doing something in him. Yeah. And I was going to say. Uh, it's so cool. Yeah. I saw this tweet. This summed it up so well. It was like, uh, does Kanye West really think, can uh, you know, pro- procla- proclaiming Christ? I don't want. I don't know what. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> proclaiming Christ as Lord is going to save him from his years of, you know, cheating on his wife, his adulterous, his like slanderous stuff. You know, because he claimed like, oh, yeah. I am God and all this stuff. Uh, his greed, all this blah 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 blah, and they're like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly that's what, exactly what the, the, the gospel means. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> like, it. It, it. That's called absolute, the good news, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what it does. Right. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah, and praise God, it does because I needed that. Yeah, me and, too. You know, we all need it. Still and need it, it. And if you need it, go to it, get it, get that forgiveness. Yeah, but um, and Chick Fil A, and Chick Fil A, number one with the lemonade. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I did a um. A, a wedding yes I, I officiated a wedding yesterday and um i didn't know the couple it's very rarely that i do this mm-hmm. um, but i didn't know the couple and um, i met with them one time before the wedding and um it was uh, sort of as a favor f- yeah. for for someone and um i didn't know where they stood in faith yeah. and my my weddings are christian weddings and uh so i'll i pray in the name of jesus i actually use specific verses that yeah, that represent the gospel, and you know, um, and I use it as an opportunity, right? Yeah, because you never know who's in the audience. Um, so yesterday I did it, and uh, I did the ceremony, and I can always tell when I do my ceremony the 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 believers mm-hmm. because I had one lady come up to me and pull me aside, and she goes, "It was so nice to hear the name of Jesus mentioned in this <laughs> in the wedding ceremony," and and she goes, "You did such a great job," and it was so encouraging. But it's so funny how like when someone's speaking truth and mm-hmm. you know the truth it's going to resonate yeah you know and i think it's scaring people that kanye's resonating yeah because they're not sure how to take it yeah this guy was this and all that it's like paul right paul was yeah. this murderous guy yeah and then now then he comes back and he's like yeah hey homies i mean the st- like here. the bible's full of like dudes yes. like this yeah, yeah. so i say t- i say take it go kanye make another album yeah. Oh, the album is so good, by the way. <laughs> like, why are we, like, just for the aesthetics, like, Kanye Kanye West, one of the, like, biggest, like, I don't know if you don't like his old music, like. I, I, will, I will confess to you. Okay. In pure white bread fashion, <laughs> I had not listened to a single song of Kanye that I could name or anything that I would know of, uh, you know, consciously. Yeah, yeah. Um before this album. Okay. I've listened to this album probably 10 times, 20 times maybe. Oh, that's that's kid stuff. But, <laughs> it's but, only like 30 no, minutes long. It's a short it, yeah. album. 
Yeah, so you should be listening to it like 50 times. Well, it goes on in a rotation, you know. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, you have like one of the best, like, all right, maybe we'll just leave it after this, unless you want to say something. Yeah, we can move on. No. Is that, you know, I listen to Christian rap. Yeah. And like some of it is like, okay, this is kind of good. And some of it's like, we're get these guys are only famous because they're Christian rap. And like they could play at like some Christian festival and right. play it on the radio. Right. And it's really not that good at, in comparison to. I agree. Like the really good beats and stuff. Kanye West is an incredible producer. Yeah. And like rapper and his songs are so good before that. Yeah. Like all his old stuff is really good. So we literally, why would we complain? Even if he leaves us with this, this is like the best Christian rap album. <laughs> like so long that you can that you can play in church. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So anyway, so all right, we're gonna move on. Let's let's. We've got some time now to talk a little bit about this. We, the actual topic. The topic. <laughs> it's it sucks when somebody isn't able to like to when you plan on someone being there and yeah. you don't plan a podcast because it takes time we, yeah. during the week you and i are talking through it so we had planned on this particular person who was going to kind of lead the discussion but we'll get them back on yeah for sure but um so you and i are going to discuss uh prayer yeah the topic of prayer we did this a few weeks ago on the questionable ep- episode yeah and it was on singleness and um those are two different episodes We've done so many now. Is that two different confused? episodes? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I get them all. They all blend we just together. Get, we've done so many, right? <laughs> well, this is episode 60, I think. Yeah, something like that. But uh, anyways, yes, yeah. we did an episode on singleness. Oh, it was my singleness, a curse was the top, mm-hmm. was the title. And, and this one is prayer. And, um, and I think for the life of a Christian, uh, and, you know, prayer can be a touchy thing at times. I think it can be awkward. Yeah. It can be difficult. It can, you know... It can feel, um, you can feel guilty if you don't do it enough. Sometimes you don't know if I'm praying the right way. Yeah. And so we just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know if you you had a specific question in mind that... Should we start off easy? Yeah, sure. Let's do okay. that. How often should a Christian pray? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just... yeah, no, that's a great question yeah. because there is confusion around that um, a little bit. The Bible does say that we should pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a, a while ago I did a, I, I, I think I did a, ser- a sermon series on prayer for our young adult ministry. And, um, I remember thinking about that and looking at the original language mm-hmm. and, um, it, the, the wording on the pray without, see, it doesn't mean like I should just walk around mumbling all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be a, a mumbler. Yeah, people will just think you're weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, what you what it means is is that you pray in every occasion. So, if I'm meeting someone new and you know, or I'm at work and there's a tense situation, yeah. right? maybe my boss is in a bad mood or something. You know, I'm just in my heart praying to the Lord in every occasion, mm-hmm. and that way it ends up being you're praying throughout the whole day. You're praying without ceasing, ceasing. And so I don't know if that helps. Yeah. You know, just think of every occasion that you need to pray. Yeah. Just pray. Okay. Um, The other thing, too, is that a lot of people confuse what prayer is. Yeah. That's what I was going to... You're going to ask that? Yeah. Like how... Well, I know, obviously, we have... uh, So I'll I'll preface this by saying, let's go deeper than just the Lord's Prayer. And I don't mean that to diminish it. Yeah, yeah. But because Jesus literally gave... So here's a question. How do we pray? Yeah. All right. Well, Jesus gave us the blueprint of, I would, 
it has to be the perfect prayer because <laughs> it's what Jesus literally told us how to pray, right? Um, yeah, and you're talking about, I think it's in Matthew 7. I'm going to look real quick. Yeah, Matthew 7. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Matthew 6. Um, yeah, so... But, but besides that... Prayer like, is communication with God. Yeah. So a lot of times we approach it outside of that for some reason. What do you mean by that? Um, I don't know if we look at it as I'm communicating with God in the sense that I'm relating to Him. I'm. Uh, it's almost more of a one-way versus a two-way. Hmm. And um, I think that uh, the beauty of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 is that it's more of like a template. Yeah. On how, because he actually says this is how you should pray, not what you should pray. Yeah. And so, not, not, I'm not trying to knock our Catholic friends because they use the, 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 our Father prayer. They have know. a lot of prayers. They have a lot of <laughs> prayers and they're scripted. Yeah. And they're scripted and they're purposed and all of that. And um, I think that the, you know, be, the, the, one of the beauties of being a Protestant is you have, as my Catholic friend told me one time, he says, you have free bop prayer. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you just pray. Whatever comes in your mind, and I'm like, yeah, it's sort of the way the Holy Spirit works sometimes, <laughs> you know. But uh, but we we used to laugh about that. But the Our Father prayer, you know, the Lord's prayer um, is a template on on how to pray, on you know, not what to pray. Mm. I think that's important to know. And, and I was going to say, maybe the way that I understand it, in in a so far as being like when I said the perfect prayer, yeah. I meant like it hits the themes of everything, right? Like not necessarily the specific words is not what it means, right? Um, and I don't. I'm trying not no, to say anything per- heretical, but I mean like praying for um, your enemies. We are, yeah. Am I am I getting that? I'm, I'm thinking there's this really other good prayer. Francis well, of Assisi uh, has the- a really good prayer, but. Um, so you're right, and it's not like a magic formula. Like if I say these words, mm-hmm. then God's gonna somehow work. Right, right, right. Just because I said those words, it's not a, it's not a magic, it's not a secret, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like potion or whatever, you know, whatever. It's, it's not. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's all about the relationship, and so the the beauty of the Lord's Prayer is that it's 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 hitting on, like you said, it's hitting on all these areas of our lives, my needs. Uh, forgiveness, um, you know, um, my temptations, my weaknesses, my personal, you know, my daily bread, you know, give us this day mm-hmm. our daily bread. Well, that's my, you know, this is the, like, man, I got to make this bill. Lord, I, yeah. I need your help. I need, I need some extra cash here or whatever, <laughs> you know, give me some wisdom here. And so what it does is it kind of, it structures your, the model for you of mm-hmm. a sort of a process of walking through talking to God, um, you know, about, specific things hitting on things that are important yeah so i was gonna say now that that's out of the way yeah how do we pray and so far as uh like is it okay to not to just free bop prayer <laughs> is it, like will god uh here, here how about this so you said god will listen to me even if i don't say it in a very scripted way um and if it's just really quick like god i don't give me the oh i didn't admit that <laughs> Like God, um, I'm about to. I, I've said I, I've said this. Maybe get a little personal, where I'm like in a situation that I don't know what I'm to deal with. Yeah, and it's like if I 
I know that I'm like, if I'm angry, right, and I'm like, I know I'm about to say something that's going to get me <laughs> into hot water. Right. At, oh, well, I don't do this at work, but like, I know I'm about to say something, and I'm just like, God. to me, to me. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God, please hold my tongue or something like this, or give me the right words to say so I don't mess this up or get myself out of it. Yeah, like that's okay. Just a quick prayer like that. Yeah. So I love too because the Bible tells us that He knows, He knows our words before we ever speak them. Yeah. So there's... so he's a Calvinist. <laughs> I think I think Calvin was a Christian. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, what's funny though is that um, he because he knows our words before we speak them. It says that the heart of man is laid bare, open before the Lord. There's nothing hidden. Mm-hmm. And so, what the beauty of that is that God knows all of the like all the deep things of your heart, like the the pain, the the doubts, the fears. But he also knows the joys and the loves, and he also knows the anger yeah. and the frustrations. And it still doesn't keep him from relating to you. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Like he knows all the junk, the darkness in my heart, but he hasn't walked away. Yeah. Uh, so here's a question. Um, trying to think of how to phrase it properly. Um so if God knows the words I'm going to say, mm-hmm. the prayer that I'm going to pray. He knows the situation I'm in. He knows what's going to happen Yeah. after he knows what I'm going to say, like in, after I pray, what do you know, internally pray Yeah. outside, externally, this is what verbalize, I s- yeah. verbalize. Um, why do I even have to pray then? Right. Because, so it's like, if he knows the desires, why can't, why do I need to? If he's going to give me the desires of my heart, right? Right. And he puts the desires that he wants for me in my heart in the first place. So yeah. he's going to fulfill, you know, all this stuff, all those uh, verses. Um, why do I, why do I have to go through the motions of saying it? So there's a couple there's a couple reasons I think that the Lord um, desires that we would speak. One one of them that I think of is there's this. There's a sense of, um, in the Psalms, you'll read a lot where you're pouring out my heart, mm-hmm. um, and that's a, a method of prayer where where um, you have anguish or you have you know brokenness or despair, and so you pour it all out to the Lord. And what that does is there when you speak it out, verbalize it out, pray it out, it actually releases from within you out. Yeah. So something happens. I don't know if it's necessarily emotional or spiritual. It's hard for me to say, and I don't, you know, just off the top of my head, yeah, I yeah. don't want to claim it. But maybe, maybe, maybe it is one or the other or both, both. of those yeah, things. Yeah. But what it does is it's cathartic at some levels too, mm-hmm. where it releases you. Um, for instance, uh, Psalm thirteen, just the first two verses. Yeah. David says, "How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me?" Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then he also says, I'll just read this. Actually, that's the first verse. Second verse is, how long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? So Psalm 13, that's a pretty raw prayer Mm -hmm. that David lays out. But what happens is is he's getting it out of his mind and out of his heart and into the hands of God. Yeah. And um, So you're saying, uh, let me try that. So the the act there's so in the act itself of um, 
even going through the motions and it, even hum because it's humbling uh, to actually say everything that you're feeling. Um, and yeah. I know there's some stuff like th there's uh, I recently started journaling again and like just getting it out. There's the release of that, just the act, because I know all the thoughts in my head. Yeah. But when I put them down, I don't even read it again. Yeah. But I just like release it. So the act itself of pray, praying is the cathartic release. And yeah, there's power, which I guess would make sense that God would give us a tool like that to get some relief. I mean, we hear, that's awesome too that you brought that up because um, journaling is an amazing gift. Mm. So verbal praying, just speaking to God, you know, crying out to God, writing out, singing. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, there's songs that the Lord can give a person in their prayer time. Um, it's probably more rare than not, unless you have like a gift, a spiritual gift or mm -hmm. whatever. But, you know, there's actually songs, songs or psalms that are recorded that are musical right? Yeah. as prayers, you know. Um, and, I, you know, so in fact, there's a great um, album, if you ever want to get it. It's a worship album by, uh, there's a, a famous guy named Paul Balash, and he has a son named David Balash. Beloche or Beloche, mm -hmm. and um, it's all, all, it's called Labyrinth is the name of the album, of the worship album, and it's all scripture. Oh, that's cool. He sings all scripture, and I, what I love about it, it helps me memorize scripture, cause right? because you know the song. But, so all of these things are ways that we can, you know, give to God what's inside of us, mm -hmm. and I love journaling. I did journaling really heavily for about two years um, just recently. I, I haven't done it much in 2019, but... Um, when I was doing my journaling, man, I was doing it twice a day sometimes. Hmm. And what happened is it became sort of this ha habit for me, and I was able to write out much more clearly than I could even speak out yeah. uh, my prayers. It was really amazing because you have to think about what you're writing. Mm -hmm. And so it causes you to, like, investigate your own thoughts. Yeah. And so... Maybe prayer verbalizing it is this, works in this is in one way and journaling in another way and even singing another way and crying another way, and it's all just communication with our living God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a beautiful gift. Yeah, I, I was going to say that that is like a. Uh, I don't want to ding too much on my Catholic friends, um, and I know that they can rebuke you know, rebuke this however they say it, but. I'm just going to go as an ignorant Protestant. How about I'll just say it like that? I'm <laughs> right. an ignorant Protestant. Yeah. And I don't know all the Catholic apologetics to what they're going to say. Yeah. I do know some, but I'm going to act like I'm ignorant. Um, one of the cool things, again, about being Protestant or the Protestantism, the, the, that we can go directly to God. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no other religion that I know of that you go directly, like you are not burdening God right by going directly to him right like there's no intercessor in as much as you know I'm not gonna I don't know, I'm gonna say like God Jesus is an intercessor you know getting into he, any of that yeah, stuff yeah he is he is our intercessor right but, but I'm so I'm trying not to say right. anything heretical but yeah. I mean that you can pray to God and, and talk directly to him he's not too like oh i'm too busy for him you know steven whatever blah blah blah. He's right not, right like oh that dude's praying again man he just prayed like 10 minutes ago like yeah give me a break i gotta <laughs> i gotta do stuff <laughs> I, gotta, I got a universe to roll yeah i gotta do all this stuff like right. it, it's really cool in the same sense as 
when you're in contact with him, it's a humbling experience that yeah. I think so, that you're coming before the like God, you know? Yeah. And then at the same time that he cares enough to say, come to me, you right. know? You know what I mean? Like, Well, there's wonderful, um, there's wonderful, ver you know, stories where, uh, like for instance, the, the, um, the persistent widow. Yeah. Where she just goes to this judge and she just continuously, uh, you know, is like, "Hey, Aaron's, you know, help, give me, give me, vindicate me, vindicate me, Aaron, hear my plea." And the, the judge is not in that particular parable. The judge is not an image of God, by the way. Yeah. He's a, he's just a judge. But what it is is it's an example to us of if you're going to do this on earth. And you got a judge that's earthly and doesn't even love you the way that God loves you. In fact, the only reason that he answers the prayer or answers her plea is because she's annoying him and nagging him. Right. How much more would our Father in heaven hear all of our prayers and desire and eagerly to interact in our lives, you know, in what's best? So I love that. There is instruction for us to pray without ceasing. There's instruction for us to pray continually. In fact, Matthew chapter 6 in chapter seven, you get to ask, seek, and knock, or I think it's actually right after that in chapter six. I, I should have probably <laughs> memorized this by now. What but, are you, a pastor or something? Uh, well, not right <laughs> now. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, in, chapters, in, <clears throat> in chapter seven, it's to ask, seek, and knock. Yeah. And those are connected to prayer as well and communication with God. Ask, and if you've been, if you've heard enough evangelical you know, pastors love to say this. It's ask and keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking, because the way that the Greek is written, it's in this, you know, indicative of, of it's an action, you know, indicative of uh, whatever. I can't remember the, uh, I can't remember. Like it's not a singular thing. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's an action word. So yeah. it's like asking, seeking, and knocking. Mm -hmm. And so what he's telling us is that there's a perpetual state of us to not let up, Let's continue to seek out the Lord and ask of Him and knock on the doors of heaven to appeal and yeah. for others and everything else, you know. And um, and you're right. The access. I love the fact that we have access to God that's unhindered. Mm -hmm. You know, literally, we've been invited into the throne room of grace. In fact, we're instructed to boldly approach the throne room of grace. Yeah, I was gonna say. So here's a uh, an interesting anecdote uh, that I'll uh, maybe a little bit of confessional. You know, if you will. <laughs> okay. You can tell me to pray some rosaries after. Okay. Um, I remember I had an incident uh, beginning of the year. Probably, yeah, it was the beginning of the year. And uh, was super frustrated. Mm -hmm. Super. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I was so mad. And it took a while to, like, get mad. At first, <laughs> I was like, all right, it's fine, whatever. And uh, I remember praying. And I was like angry at God mm -hmm. and like not cursing him but at the same time I was and I was like why you know what what did you do you wasted all this time you did all that you did all this blah 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 why was it and I like I'm not gonna I was like verbally saying it in my car yeah like angry like I remember driving somewhere I think I punched the hood of my car uh -huh. or the dash and I was like why are you doing this why are you doing it like all this stuff yeah and uh someone pointed out that uh one of the psalms that David wrote was, uh, I guess there's some term that he used that would have been seen as like an unclean word. And he actually like cursed almost 
at God in one of these songs. I wish I could bring it up. I'm not a not a pastor, you know, not a theologian. I don't pretend to be. <laughs> um, but someone told me it's in there. <laughs> you know? um, and uh, that even I can bring like angry cursing at God and he can handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's in your heart. Yeah. So he sees it before you say it. Yeah. So he sees it all. It's not like it's freaking him out. Right. So how about I'll wrap that into a question so that you can just go ahead and give a one word answer is yeah. it's okay if like I come at God and I'm like yelling at him and like. I have to put an asterisk. Next. Okay. Okay. Yes. With an asterisk. Okay. I think it's really important for us to remember who we're talking to. Right. You know, and I think sometimes our flesh and our emotions, which are fallen Absolutely. and sinful, can can lead us into a unhealthy approach to him. Mm. Um, he's full of grace, so he's not going to strike us down, yeah. you know. But um, but I, and this is all part about heart conditioning, right? You mm. want to condition your heart so that when you approach him, you have, you've kind of done some business with yourself and with him. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Deal with sin yeah. in your life. Because like we were talking about, like, so like maybe the, like your frustration with not having a prayer answered. Yeah. You know, that was really the root of it. And so when you spend time with the Lord, it, it, he's going to go past that issue of what it is that you want. And he's going to go deeper to, do you trust me? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And I was going to say, I, didn't want to just leave it there and look like a jerk. Uh, like <laughs> you're not did, a jerk. Dude. I did immediately get convicted after that. Yeah, but there was. I do have to say that there was release. Yeah, in vocalizing my because I never had. Right. Like, that was it was rare for me. Yeah. And um, and I did like afterwards receive a lot of peace. And I'll say it like this: the prayer was probably like ten minutes long. Right. Me yelling, and it was only like three minutes of me like yelling. And then I like immediately started getting some peace and like stuff like that. So it was a cool experience, but I'm happy to know I'm not going to go to hell because uh, right. I told God, I, I said, you know, why are you being a jerk and right, all yeah. this stuff? You did all this. You took all this from me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, it, a lot of times, and, and, and too, like, so character and nature yeah. of God. And this is like, okay, well, I keep going, I should have just kept my Bible. I keep, <laughs> I keep going back to the Psalms of my Bible, but but in Matthew's, on the Sermon on the Mount, he talks about a lot of these things. In Matthew chapter 6 and 7, 5, five 6 and 7, I think those are the three. But um, when you get into Matthew chapter 7 too, he talks about when you're asking, seeking, and knocking. Mm -hmm. I love at the end of that because he says, um, and I'll just read it, it says, which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though, are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So in everything you do, uh, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. And the whole, the whole purpose of Him saying about the fact of us asking for bread, would He give Him a stone and all of that, is he's, what Jesus was doing was He was displaying the character of, of the Father and our Father in heaven. And so we may not understand when God says, when you say, I want bread, we, and he doesn't give it to us, you know, he said, he's not saying, I'm going to give you a stone. I'm going to give you what is best for you. You just may not get it right now. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So, but the, yeah. the nature and the character of who God is is what we need to always come back to in our own lives when we feel disappointed. Yeah. You know? So I was gonna say it's like uh, me saying like, God, I'm really hungry. I need bread. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm starve. You know, like here right. in America, I'm so starving. I haven't eaten in eight hours. You know that right. kind of thing. Right. I need food. Um, and then God, why aren't you? I, I can't eat right now. Oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And uh, what you're saying is like, I'm not going to die of starvation. Right. God's going to give me exactly what I need. Maybe it's going to be a lot more bread. Maybe right. it's going to be Pop- Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> even though the lines are Chick-fil-A. crazy and they're back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still haven't had one of those. I need to try one. Oh, they're incredible. Are they? I, I, I got one once. It was they are good, huh? Better good. than Chick-fil-A? Yes. It's okay. You're yes. not breaking any. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, good for, um, good yeah, for Popeyes. But, yeah. But what I meant is that, uh, yeah, uh, just kind of like putting it in terms that I can understand this dummy um, is, yeah, he's not going to let me die of starvation, but he might let me be a little bit more hungry for yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. You'll. I love it. He'll give you what you need. Right. You, you said that, and that's exactly what he promises. Yeah. I'll give you what you need, not always what you want. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing for us to dis- to s- to decipher sometimes in our lives because we're asking for stuff that we want mm-hmm. a lot of times, and but we're we're continuously getting what we need. Yeah, um, he just never fails. Yeah, and um, and so I yeah I would say that the when God doesn't answer prayers, I just can't. Were you gonna? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what? Ha- why isn't God answered my prayers? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, and you know I think one reason why God doesn't answer prayers because the possibility these are all possibilities mm-hmm. and you have to you have to sort this out in your own so you pray about <laughs> pray, yeah, no for real yeah, yeah. take yeah. it to god but um it could be you have unrepentant sin in your life you know when we're in rebellion to god's will and his word he, it puts roadblocks in our lives for god to release certain things to us um the Bible is pretty clear. It tells us that he who is faithful with little will be faithful with much, or he who has been trusted with little could be trusted with much. Yeah. So I was going to say, um, kind of piggybacking on an episode we just did. Um, oh, so why haven't why, I gotten my wife? Why haven't my wife? I got a wife? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you stop looking at the porn. Maybe you got to, I'm just going to say it. You stop doing that. Yeah. So unrepentant sin. Why am I not getting a, a, my wife? Yeah. And you're going to stop. He's like, I can't I, trust you with a woman. You can't, you can't handle not having one. Yeah, how, can, yeah. how can I give you one? So that, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's a good. That's one. Yeah. Unrepentant sin. Yeah. So unrepentant sin is one. The the other is faith. Mm. Maybe you're asking, but you just don't believe that God can do it, or will do it, mm. or wants to do it, and you you know for you. I was gonna, I was gonna say the I I know this thing. It's not. Uh, I have I've never heard this in church. But I think it's biblical, so don't. Okay. <laughs> let me know if it is or isn't. Yeah, disavow me right away. Yeah, and go, no, worry. no, no. You always worry about that. Don't uh, worry about it, man. Okay. Um, is that like if I don't have faith, it's okay to pray for faith? Yeah. And like that's totally and you know <laughs> you know even take it a step back. I was gonna say, pray to be willing to have faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's stages I, I've heard it explained yeah. to me. It's like 
it, it's okay to pray where you're at, like for something that you want to become. Yeah. So like, I, I just don't have faith. It's okay to pray for the faith that God will get you, you know, like it's okay to take it a step back and pray for, to get to the spot that you want to be, yeah. even if that's not the final spot, you know? Yeah. Like if you want to get third base, you're stuck on uh, first base. You're praying to go straight to third base pray to get to second base first. So you shouldn't be praying the bases. That's why God can't give you a wife. You're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. All right. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the 50-yard line. I want to get a touchdown. Uh, you know, pray for, to get right. me to the 75. You know, first let me get there. Let me get halfway. No, I hear you. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. Sometimes, like, I, I've had, I have had, I have said prayers before, like when a difficult situation, Lord, I, you know, like I don't like somebody or something, mm -hmm. or I'm, I'm having trouble forgiving. Lord, just, help me to even begin to pray for to ask for right. forgiveness like i don't even want to pray to ask for forgiveness so just begin to move in my heart to even be willing to do that and um i can remember you know i went through a season a really rough season and i i knew that the lord wanted me to pray for a specific person mm -hmm. and so i set apart one day a week you know and uh, about 30 minutes every one day a week so 30 minutes a week and i would pray for that specific person and what it did is it softened my heart for that person over time. And after about eight or nine, maybe even 10 months, it took a while, mm. um, my prayers were much easier coming about. Before, and even I would repent, like I would pray for that person, yeah. for blessings on their life, and God would use them, and all these other things. And then I would get done, and I'd be like, Lord, forgive me, because you know in my heart I'd... <laughs> I don't mean it. I don't mean it, yeah. Like, yeah. Lord, please forgive me for... You know, so just get me to a place where... Like, get me to that place. Yeah. I was going to say, here's another thing that, uh, a practical tip that I picked up that you really just touched on. So I'm happy you did because I was going to bring it up and I don't want to be heretical. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, like this thing in a very practical sense, um, like I was told for 30 days, like if I have a resentment like mm -hmm. towards a specific person, it's easier. Uh, I'm mad at someone. I have a resentment at a person. Um, start praying every day for like 30 days in a row that they get everything good that you want in your life. Right. <laughs> and like, this is, it, it really, a great idea. it ties in with like treat others. And I've, I've had to do this many times where it's like, I start praying and I'm like, I hope that stupid idiot moron, you know, gets a really good job. <laughs> and I hope that idiot like has a <laughs> you actually big idiot. family yeah, uh, yeah 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 i said you know the first couple the first week yeah i'm definitely saying moron yeah. right yeah um That's but and awesome. then at the end of it you're like legitimate i found yeah it's always been less i've never done that yeah every day and it's taken more than a month of like finally like Somewhere it's always like week two, three, right there. Yeah. That I start getting like, all right, this is a person. Right. They're sick. You know, they're spiritually, maybe they're spiritually sick. Maybe they're not even Christian. Maybe yeah. they've got something broken. going yeah. on with their life. And it brings me um, back to that place of like where I can, Jesus said, treat this person like the, you know, like you would want like to be I treated. Want to be treated. Yeah. And I think I really like the thing where you pray for all the good stuff that you want to happen to you. You pray for them, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's really powerful. Yeah, I was gonna I, say that's a little tool in my toolbox that I picked up, and uh, yeah, that's it's a awesome. super practical thing. That I love that, and I'll remember. I'll try and remember that too. That's good. Um, yeah. I, so 
sometimes sin, sometimes faith. Mm. And another reason why God doesn't answer answer prayer sometimes is it's just not his will. Mm. Like sometimes, you know, I heard someone say one time, God always answers prayer. Yes, no, or not yet. Yeah. And I kind of like that. And I think that on, on occasion when we're praying and asking God to help us or do something or, you know, even meet a need in some cases, and we're not seeing it happen. Um, it's not that he doesn't hear you or, or he doesn't want to. It's just he has a he has a plan, and you haven't walked through that timing you know, of that plan yet. Yeah. And so that's it. You know, it, it really the essence of faith is taking God at His word. Right. It's it's trusting God, and so sometimes, you know, like um, think of it, God's a father, right? Mm-hmm. So He wants you to be. Uh, as his child, he wants you to be healthy, strong, and your character to be developed. So maybe he's letting you be in a situation that's harm, difficult. I almost said harmful. It's not yeah. harmful. Difficult, challenging, um, with the purpose of working deeper in you without answering that prayer. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't answer it, it's going to do a, a deeper work in you, um, and then he can answer it. Or he may not have to answer it, right? Because your if your heart changes through the experience, you might not even want that. Exactly. I was gonna say I love this saying. It's uh, thank God for unanswered prayers. Yeah, like I, I can only say, imagine. You know. Yeah, I mean, all the times that I wish to be, you know, I was praying as a kid to be seven feet tall. You know, that would suck. <laughs> so I could be, play in the NBA, right? right? <laughs> You'd be an outcast now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I never pray that. I don't like basketball, but <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I know there has been stuff where I've prayed and got really up. Uh, I've gotten upset where I'm like, "Why is this not happening?" Or, um. I won't go into specifics about a specific thing, but I'm like, why is this not happening? Why is that not happening? Yeah. Why aren't you giving me that? This seems like, well, at the time, I like, I don't know. Give it to me. It makes sense. Like I can rationalize it in my own head that this would bring glory to you. Right. (laughs) Maybe some cases, maybe not thinking that exactly. (laughs) I'll use this million dollars for, yeah, I totally will give all of it away. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, all that (laughs) stuff or, you know, it'd be really nice. Um, And now, like, looking back, there's, like, a lot of those where I'm, like, I'm happy that didn't do that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, There were girls that I dated. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately I went to, I was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm happy I didn't, we didn't end up together. Yeah, and so so is she, by the way. Yeah. She's glad that she didn't end up with me. So, it. God's just so wise, and he's loving, and he's loving. That's the thing, man. Always remember his character, who he is. He's loving, and he's gracious, and he wants what's best. Yeah. So prayers are connected to that deeply. But so, I, you know, I guess in summary, man, just bring it up as a point of relationship with the living God, Mm. an opportunity um, to communicate with him. Like, what an amazing thing. Yeah, I was going to think, uh, I didn't think about this earlier, and I don't want to get into maybe to kind of try to save our skin a little bit so we can say, oh, yeah, we kind of talked about New Age things, but I don't want to go into the New Age thing. <laughs> right. Um, I think I, I think we've talked about this before, is that usually hand-in-hand hand, prayer and meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Those are hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, and I know that meditation in certain things that, you know, when it's, I was going to say not a biblical style of meditation. Yeah. 
like I'm thinking of new age crazy stuff. Right. I got crazy stories I'll tell you guys. Yeah. Um, about meditation. Um, but how does that work for a Christian? Um, so how does meditation add into the prayer life? Yeah. And uh, so I was going to say, I heard it like this was that, um, so shoot this down. This isn't, this isn't my thoughts. I don't, you know, um, prayer is like asking God and meditation is like listening for him. So like meditation would be a more passive prayer would be a more, uh, not aggressive, active. active yeah. 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 I think is that I, true or is it not? Is it? No, I think there's absolutely truth in that. Um, so meditation from a biblical standpoint is filling your mind versus from a new age standpoint, emptying MTN, your yeah. mind. So you're going to fill your mind, but what is it you're going to fill your mind with? You're going to fill your mind with mainly his word, mm -hmm. his his promises, his truths, his character, those things. And um, so the word meditate, um, if I'm getting this correctly, I, I hope I'm getting this correctly. I have to go, but I don't, this is on the fly. They, our yeah, audience yeah. needs to know this is on the fly. We literally didn't do any preparation. So forgive us yeah. if this is just a mess, but the word meditate, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, it means to chew like a cow would chew. Yeah. And so it's this whole, the whole concept of I'm going to take in some of God's word. I'm going to think on it. I'm going to digest it. It's going to come back up later. I'm going to think on it some more, maybe from a different viewpoint or a mm -hmm. different angle and or how it applies in a different way in my life. And then I'm going to digest it down. Then I'm going to take it back up again. And, you know, just like a cow would chew cud, that's the whole concept or the idea of meditation for a believer. And it's filling yourself with and completely digesting or or in, taking in God's word at some capacity. And so, yeah, I would say it's it's more of a passive way because God speaks to you through, he speaks back to us through his word. In fact, one of the primary ways that God speaks to Christian is through the Bible, through his word. That's why we should be on a steady diet of the word. Hmm. You know, you, you not only do you feed your spirit, but you God speaks to you through that. So you're losing access to God speaking to you in a very clear way sometimes, uh, you know, in a unique way that you can't get anywhere else mm. in that. So meditation is important. The other, I was going to tell you too, there's an, there, I, think, <clears throat> I think, did I do two or three ways, reasons prayers don't get answered? Uh, unrepentant sin, uh, faith. faith, and there was another one. Uh, yeah, you did three. Okay, well then let's add a fourth. And the other one is just simply not asking. There you go. Yeah. I think that sometimes people don't just don't ask God. Like maybe he doesn't care. Maybe it's too too big. Maybe it's not big enough. I was gonna say I got a really cool story about this yeah. that you brought up. Okay. Uh is it in James that it says you have not because you ask not? Yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good that I, it, it's in James, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and then and when you do ask, you don't get what you ask for because you ask with the wrong motives. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say that was a, gr a great thing. This is a really cool story. I don't want to brag. No, do it. Isn't it. Bragging about God. But uh, I had a really cool experience with this. Um, that uh, Do you find it? Um, go ahead. Oh. Um, yeah, I had, I had never heard this before for some reason, which growing up in church and all that stuff, you, you group, I was living out, uh, living out in Colorado, and I did not have a – did not move out there with the car circumstances wow. and I needed a car and it was like one of the first days I was there and there was a uh, there's a guy 
who was the middle school youth pastor at the church out here that I lived, you know, that I went, to, I wasn't in middle school when he was there. I was in high school. He was in middle school, but I knew him really well. And he was at a church as like a middle school, high school youth pastor out in Colorado, really close by where I needed it. Awesome. And uh, connected with him and uh, was talking to him. And I was like, I need to get a job and I don't have a car to get there. Or, and then I found a job like in, in the course of, God brought me a job. It's, oh, that was a whole other thing. But, um, and he was just like, "Hey, man, did you know that? Like, have you prayed for a car?" And uh, I was like, "No, I've never prayed for a car. <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, man, blah blah blah." And he like pointed it out, and uh, so uh, I, I started praying for a car. And he was like, "You should try fasting. That would be like doubly like you know, you bring yeah. some real spiritual power with that." He said, start a fast, say you're going to fast for two days and legitimately pray, like, I need a car because I need to get to work. I need it and need all this stuff. And uh, the next day, day one, like halfway through the day, God answered it. And uh, he said, uh, you know, don't pray for, he had said this story where they needed a car. They, they had a big family. And he was like, God, I need it. You know, I need a minivan to get to work. Uh, the pastor and he's like i need a minivan because i got all these kids and uh he said he heard god just say pray for a free car not just a cheap car so he's like all right god praying for a cheap a uh, free car and then like the church he worked for is like hey we just got this new minivan <laughs> donated you have a big family do you need a car and he's like yes i do so then he told that to me cool he was like pray for a free car and uh so i started praying for a free car and i got a free car that's awesome yeah Dude, that's amazing, and and, it, and specific prayers too help. Like, yeah. like I I remember someone told me before I met my wife, pray specifically like things that you hope your wife will have or be like, you yeah. know. And I'm not talking about like you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> five, five seven blonde, you know. Yeah. Even though she was blonde, she is blonde, yeah. You know? But uh, he's like, my my friend was like, be specific, like in your prayers with God. And I think that's a great idea too. And it's nothing selfish about it, because what happens is it. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. In the prayers, God sorts things out in you, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit interacts with you in the prayer time. And you're you're like, oh, maybe I don't need to even pray for that. Yeah. Maybe I don't need it that way. You know. Yeah. And so. I was gonna say the only reason that I bring that up, and this is kind of a cool, I don't know if this has to do with prayer. Um, it has to do with faith. Taking God at His word is really cool. Um, I don't, I don't want to preach a lot, but uh, like that experience that I, I talk about with that one, yeah, and uh, it was totally God, like really cool thing. Like I didn't, I didn't win the jackpot and go out and buy a car and it was free. I didn't like right. win some lottery or something like that. Yeah, it was a buddy who was like, "Oh, hey, I heard you out in Colorado." I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm in this part, and he's like, "Oh, I'm out." Like, I know someone that's getting has a car out there you can use. And that's all it was. And it was like, just totally the was a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got a free car. So it was that's very practical. It was enough to just get me from point A to point B. That's yeah. all I need. Um, when you talk about faith, though, that James verse, I was just going to read it yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. It says, when, when he asks, so he says, but when he asks, so, you know, you're talking about asking of the Lord. Mm. It's, and, and specifically, he was talking about asking for wisdom. But he says, when he asks, he, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's double-minded and unstable in all that he does. Mm. So 
the word tells us that you need to believe as you ask, not doubt, but believe. Yeah. And it's weird because it feels like, man, am I do I have faith in my faith or do I have faith in the God who can answer it? And yeah. that's really where you want to place it. Well, this is what I was going to say. I remember that incident. I could go tell you the exact details, like still today. <laughs> this was 10 years ago, something like that. Um, but one of the cool things that that story and how it has to deal with faith is I think of that um, probably not as often as I should, um, being completely honest. Yeah. Especially in current circumstances when I pray for things and yeah. I'm like, is he really going to do this? Is he really going to do, can he really do this? Can he really do that? Uh, like in a, in a very practical way is like, I look back at things that I, I've had circumstances that I, I came up against and I was like, I have no idea how I can deal with this in the past. Like I won't go into specifics, but I'm like, this is the worst thing that's happening right now. Yeah. Or I have absolutely no clue how to get through this, how I'm going to get through it. Yeah. I have no idea. And then I've gotten through them. And <laughs> right, it was like, right. so, some of these were like the worst thing in the world, the worst thing that had ever happened to me. They were. And, uh, I got through them, you know? And so each time that like, I came up against these things, oh, you, wait, that's around. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was going to say it, it's built my faith and maybe my faith isn't as strong as it should be or compared to other people, you know, whatever. But um, it's definitely not as, I definitely don't treat it as strongly as I should. Yeah. As I'm about to say, all these things in the past that I look through that I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And then I pray. And God got me through it. And it's like looking back now, I can see like the, uh, you know, the the string that is sewn through all the events of like, oh, I can see how God worked there and he did that and he did that and he did that and he did that. And I, if I was smart, I would think about stuff <laughs> and reflect right. back on past times that I prayed for God. He brought me through it. Yep. And why would, if he's, if his nature has not changed since the beginning of time, right? Why would I think that he's not going to get me through, and it's going to work out? Yeah. Now, when I'm going through, that's right. So, I mean, that's another practical. I've given I'm giving all my practical tools away that's that great, help me through it. Is uh, I think I think back to times where I'm like, this is the absolute worst thing that's going to happen, and I prayed, I don't know how to get through this. He yeah. got me through it, and if I was like I said, if I was smart. Each of those things, the, the body of evidence that it, God has always not, you know, not given me a snake when I asked for a fish. That's right. Like, and I think every person, if you're a Christian, like if you really go back, maybe some people have worse lives. And I'm sure there's people who have gone through way worse stuff than I have. Yeah. And there's probably people that haven't gone through as much as stuff that I've been through. And I don't mean that in any way. Right. It's just what it is. Um. So say even you had a really good sheltered life, you never been through anything. Maybe your car broke down on the side of the road, and you didn't know how you're going to deal with that. Right. And that was the worst thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope you got out of it. You know, like, and, and I'm saying that, but like, look back. That helps build faith. Is remembering when God was faithful. That's to right. You. And uh, it, it helps a lot with prayer in the now. Yeah. Just remembering His faithfulness in the past is yeah. a huge. It, it's a huge faith builder. Yeah. And that's a lot of times like when you look at in the Bible, like when like Abraham, you know, 
the father of faith, right? And he's, yeah. he's told, go to a place that I'm going to show you later and leave everything and leave everyone. <laughs> and, and if you do this and you trust me, I'm going to give you a massive inheritance. Not only will you be wealthy and influential, but you're going to have a lineage that will you can't even count. It'll be yeah. so numerous, it'll be like the stars. When you think about Abraham, even him, he had moments of doubt and where he didn't do it well. Yeah. You know, and uh, he did some really stupid stuff too. And God's grace was there and God would remind him, didn't I do this? And and this also is the same pattern you see with the prophets of of Israel when they were in a great need. Someone was mm-hmm. there was a nation gonna attack them and you would the prophets would always be like don't you remember when I took you out of Egypt and I led you by the hand through the desert and I fed you and your clothes didn't wear out and all these wonderful things, you know, like I took care of you, you're mine. And God's faithfulness in the past is just proof that he'll be faithful in the future. Amen. Because he doesn't change. He's yeah. an unchanging God. He can't change. It's He can't change. Because he's perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a really wonderful thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I, you know, I think that's really cool. I like what you're saying there. I did have this one cool story about a lady, um, and I think it was an encounter with an angel too that I had. Yeah, I tell him, tell him, man. All right, this is a cool story. Put my, put the chair back, <laughs> my feet all comfy. This is, <laughs> this is a cool. It's an answer to prayer, and it's also like a really cool spiritual thing. Um, so, I was working as a pastor on staff at a church, and we had a Saturday night service. And um, one one Saturday night. Um, this old man walks up to me, and it was towards. It was after the service. Everybody was kind of leaving, and um, and I think what happened was is we were uh, we were just uh, closing up the building and all. And he hands this to this thing to me, and it's like an old leathery keychain. It's like a, a leather keychain, and he says, "Hey, I think someone dropped this in the parking lot." And I, and you know he was a kind, you know, old man, and so I. I was like, oh, thanks. And I literally grabbed hold of it, and I was getting ready to put it in the trash can. (laughs) Like, literally turn around and drop it in the trash can. And something in me was just like, just throw it in the drawer. So I opened up the drawer next to me, and I just dropped it. I was behind, like, a a welcome center, you know, in our church. Dropped it in the drawer, closed the drawer. About three weeks later, this wonderful woman, older woman, she's a saint. I mean, she's a true saint. She walks up to me. And she goes, please be praying. Um, I have been, um, I my son made for me when he was, she's like almost 80 yeah. now. And uh, she goes, my son, when he was like five, he made this, in in elementary school, he made this key, leather keychain for me. And I had it on my Bible, and it was on the zipper of my Bible. And I, I lost it several months ago, and it was at church. It's somewhere around here. So please keep an eye out. And I was like, wait a second, you're you're, and I pulled out of the drawer and I handed it to her and she starts crying. And she's like, you have no idea how special this is. And she's telling me about our son made it and all this stuff. She goes, I lost this back in the late summer. Hmm. Now it was like spring. So it went through the entire winter. We had snow. We had our, our you know, they had been plowed. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're out there sweeping every week, you know, getting leaves off the... So- Someone would have seen it if it was yes, there. Yes, that's my point. Yeah, is somehow, and and she goes, "Where did you find?" It? I said, "A man gave it to me." And she goes, "What man?" And I was like, "I had never seen him before." Now that's not a big deal because it was a big church, but I never saw him again after. Hmm. And I remember distinctly he was older. He had white hair, 
Um, he was kind of just, uh, he was a happy guy, very kind, soft-spoken, you know, just gentle spirit, and handed it to me. And uh, she said, I had been praying so much that God would bring this back to me. Mm. She goes, I know it sounds stupid, but it just means so much to me. And she was just weeping. And that's just an example of God hears all of our prayers, the big, the little. He, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He, he knows and he care. if we care, he cares. And a lot of times he's caring about stuff we don't even care about. Right. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. So I thought that was a cool story. And she, thinks, she yeah. thinks it was an angel that handed it to me because of the just yeah. because of where it was lost and how long it had been you know it'd been yeah. like six months and i would agree yeah so i may have encountered an angel that would have been the second one yeah so anyways <laughs> that's awesome man yeah prayers prayers an interesting thing so hey if you're listening and you're in a spot where you really want god to answer a prayer for you and you you have something that's been you know on you on your heart heavy don't give up. Just keep praying. God hears you. He knows. And ask him to answer it in his timing, in his way, and trust him. And just remind yourself that he spoke the universe into existence. He can easily help you. And so remind yourself of that, that that's who you're asking for help, is the God who spoke creation into existence. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was just thinking of uh, an alternative example Uh uh, explanation, rather, of what uh, what uh, what might have taken place. That, that you just you reminded me of this. That it sounds so silly with that leather thing. Is this would totally not be out, out of the character of God speaking the things into existence? Right. Yeah. Right. Is maybe the original one got lost <laughs> and it got thrown away? Who knows? Six months ago. Yeah. God could have made if it meant that much to her which it obviously did it's he could make an exact replica in the exact same thing yeah and leave it on the ground that he, day he for could, that he could totally do that or just had it held held aside yejust protected no I, I mean I'm know, just thinking seen, yeah maybe the angel came in with a new one right like that one right and he just little lies What's that angels to God? angels have said you know they lie or you know what Never mind. I, not, uh, never mind. I, uh, I was gonna I was thinking totally different rabbit trail. Oh, okay. <laughs> not gonna get into it. I, they don't lie, but uh, <laughs> some of them do. They're called fallen angels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just gonna say like that. Totally, like the God, our God is powerful enough. Yeah. To literally send, you know, make a new. Yeah. Like that's nothing. He puts life back into dead things. Like, yeah. There's nothing to impossible for him. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's you, just remember these and things. And he works. God you know? is all about making miracles. He works yeah. in miracles, you know? So even if something you think is literally dead, there's no chance that something can happen. Yeah. God, it, it, that's, he's in the miracle business. He's in the, mirac- he's he's in the, the only one <laughs> of raising stuff from the dead. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that should be hopeful. I know. I, I'm getting hope. I'm getting, I'm getting, <laughs> you know, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Kanye up in here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, I just thought. It was like, <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome, man. So, well, this is our this is our prayer, our prayer uh, episode. Episode. So, I hope it hope it blessed you. I hope it encouraged you. And and when you're praying, say a prayer for us. <laughs> say a prayer for this podcast. Pray, 
pray that we'll be heard by someone who has lots of money and can <laughs> hire us to do this full time. Uh, that'd be amazing. Uh, I don't pray for that. <laughs> uh, you need to start praying for that. You don't want to be around me that much. That's so funny. All right, man. Yeah. This has been a good one. It's been oh, a good one. you know yeah. what? You We for almost forgot. What's that? Oh, wait, what? Smoking that sticky, sticky green. Oh, it wasn't turned oh, up. Oh, were... what? What was that? Smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. That's right. <laughs> yeah, prayer isn't smoking that sticky, <laughs> sticky green stuff and talking to God that way. That's right. That ain't real. <laughs> there you go. It don't work that way. It don't work. Dropping acid doesn't <laughs> no way. connect you with God. You might think so, but it doesn't. That's right. That's right. Did I save it that way? There you go. You saved, I saved it. it. <laughs> you redeemed it. When can we stop that? Never. Never? Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. It's our... It's our mascot. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, yeah. We'll yeah. catch you next time on All Out War. Stay classy. No. Oh, stay hydrated? There you go. Yeah. Stay hydrated. We'll see you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more, you can visit us on the web at alloutwar.us or you can find us on Twitter at All Out Warcast. Hey, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.